<laughs> well, yeah, we are. Round two. Yeah, at least you can still upload videos. You just can't. <laughs> are, are you like permanently banned from live streaming or is it like a temporary thing? I don't know, but uh, by the looks of it, it's, it's permanent. Have they not told you? Because so I've I've gotten a copyright strike mm. for, for some of my parodies. Um, and and the, the strike normally lasts for a couple weeks or months. But um, if, if you've got three strikes, then they deplatform you. Mm. Um, but at least they give you time to kind of let your strike subside. So I think my, my strike from the beginning of the year has, has disappeared. So I'm, I'm back to three chances before I, before I get kicked off. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what, what my status is. Um, there's nothing, nothing from from youtube in terms of information so your guess is as it's good mad. as mine i mean if, if they're gonna stop you from live streaming at yeah. least they tell you why like what you said because for all we know we could say the same thing in this stream and then and then well, you'd be banned from from uploading videos <laughs> well by the time everybody watches this um it will be a while later uh so Let's let's uh, let's let's talk about things that we we know are safe. Uh, gee, how's the weather, David? How? Well, I don't know if you can uh, ask me that. Uh, weather's uh, it's a touchy thing these days, especially in Cape Town. Did I you? I mean, it changes all the time, and you can never assume what the weather's doing and and what the the weather's agenda is. Yes, yes. I uh, mean, I can't you... even I can't even say the word agenda. Because no. it's got it's got the word gender in it. So, so. Uh, what uh, what what we can, <laughs> I'm actually recording, but what we could do is just as a joke, I'll I'll upload this video. But what I'll do is before I upload it for the first like five minutes of the video, I'll like randomly insert beeps. <laughs> <laughs> just like like in random places. Because <laughs> this is gonna up uh, up tomorrow morning at nine o'clock. It's it's recorded. I could but leave in all of this right now, so that people can see us normally. <laughs> but 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 here's the thing, right? So going going through our previous chat it would be silly because it would it would seem so acted and and poorly acted at that. <laughs> yeah, and so, I knew I should have recorded it. Do you know how valuable? Me too. That do you know? Do you know how high in demand that chat is? People have been saying, "Dude, please, I just want to hear what you said." <laughs> and and then, if I actually had it, so I could sell it. It's actually really good that neither of us recorded it because everybody would be let down. It would be such an anticlimax. I think so. <laughs> I mean, my parents are listening, and they normally, if I, if I if I say something controversial, my mom or my dad would be the mm. first person to tell me, "You shouldn't have said that." <laughs> but they were like that was a lovely conversation <laughs> so everybody really <laughs> everybody that i know uh who <laughs> who watched it is scratching their heads going um let me think i don't know what what part of it could have been someone reckons it might have been there was a nazi joke somewhere. oh i'll beep that out 
Yeah. <laughs> no, we're not going to go into that. And we can't say we can't say six minus one G either. Yeah. No, that's probably it. Um, and uh, if we're going to talk about the the flu virus, then we must talk about the flu virus. We, sure. We can't yeah. we can't I, mention I, I the other word. Yeah. You, you're going a little bit too close to the sun there. But um, funny enough, um, yeah, one of my videos earlier this year got taken down because I I did a parody of Pharrell Happy, <laughs> and I called it Crappy. <laughs> And it was about, you know, just conspiracy <laughs> theorists. And and basically the song goes, it might seem crazy what I'm about to say. 5G causes Corona, yeah. <laughs> it's the master plan of evil Bill Gates. And that's why I choose not to vaccinate. <laughs> and so obviously the AI bots listening to this are going, oh my word, this guy's spreading fake news. <laughs> And then they take the video down. No, no questions. I mean, no consideration <laughs> for for my revenue or you know the the amount of effort that went into creating these genius words. <laughs> um, it's so, yeah, it's so stupid. <laughs> not not your yeah, song. So, I mean the the the, the algorithms. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean. It's, it's just crazy how, how these bots are, are just like totally getting it wrong. I mean, I, I can understand the need for AI to, to keep up with the, the, the demand of, you know, screening videos. I mean, the fact that they're even screening them, I can understand to some extent, you know, like you're a platform, you're, you're monetizing these videos and you want to put out stuff that's still like... Uh, honors people's freedom of speech, but, you know, you can't be talking about, mm. you know, inciting violence or whatever it is. I understand that. So they can't get humans to look at every single video. So AI, if it actually worked, would be the, the <laughs> next reasonable <laughs> well, It's not, just not working very well, is it? No. Well, they tell you what. They can't detect sarcasm. They can't detect, um, <laughs> you know, nuance. Let's uh, all ones and zeros. And well, let's pretend that we're live streaming. So NDZ69 has got a question. <laughs> uh, well, listen. <laughs> um, since we did cover it in the last chat, it's I don't want to like go through all of it again. But <laughs> let's just quickly, just briefly talk about the Kiffness, um, and let's pretend that we we didn't cover it last time. <laughs> yeah. How, how did it start? <laughs> not this conversation again <laughs> just 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 keep just keep all the all the trigger words clear yeah yeah sure so do do the, like do the do the do the summary like, do the summarized version <laughs> um the kiffness how did it start it was me in my bedroom making beats I'm, I'm like second guessing every single thing that I'm saying though. <laughs> like can, I can I say that I was in my bedroom? Okay, never mind. In the last conversation, you were asking about this book that's in my shelf. Oh, uh, yes. I don't know if you can see it there, Gorillas. Yes. Uh, it's, a, it's an amazing book. You were asking if, 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 I, if I'm influenced by their artwork. I must admit, um, I'm, I'm not. But I, I certainly did love... Um, Everything they did when they came out. Yeah, I'm struggling to put this book back. Hold on. Right 
um no i i i found what they were doing was was ahead of the was ahead of the pack for sure no totally as as far as i know the only successful band to not have actual band members you know on stage it's genius wait daft punk don't they do something similar to an extent but you know they they are actual the guys yeah. in the oh, helmets right. are them right. well that's that's what they make you believe mm. they could be anyone really they could be robots who knows and all the music videos have got that or they used to have that sort of anime thing yeah going. no that was that was genius as well mm. i mean so my brother my brother i think is heavily inspired by you know daft punk and and nintendo gorillas. <laughs> With his, yeah, with his music videos uh, that he's done for Goldfish, for, for me as well. Um, yeah, no, there's there's no limits to what you can do with animation. Are you a bit of an animator yourself? I mean, do you have uh, drawing drawing abilities? To an extent, I'd, I definitely lived under my brother's shadow. Because um, I went to, to Michael House. The year he left. Hold on, you can't live under your brother's shadow. You mean in your brother's shadow? <laughs> or in, yeah, in a shadow. Sorry, <laughs> I live in a shadow. Sorry, I'm in a very silly mood. No, I can, I can tell myself included. Um, but yeah, um, my my brother at school was like a legend. He he did like caricatures of teachers and and his peers and. Whenever there was a big like derby match, he made like a, a T-shirt which he sold, and yeah, just brilliant artist. Got a hundred percent for his matric arts. I mean, who does that? Really? Yeah, hundred percent. He did this massive Adam and Eve uh, mural, which I think he sold for like a couple grand. Sure, that's incredible. And it's probably worth a lot more. But anyway. Um, when you're in matric and someone offers you a couple grand, yeah. you're like, sweet, I'll take that. That's money for matric rage. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, he, he was a legend. <clears throat> and then I come in and stand at six and suddenly there's this kind of expectation for on me to, to kind of draw like my brother. So the prefix would say, Bozo, draw me. That was my nickname. My brother's nickname as well, Bozo. <laughs> So, like, I should be doing my science kind of homework, but now I'm having to draw, like, a prefect, mm -hmm. and my drawings were never as good. But, you know, like, I can draw. Um, I've, I've tried my hand at a few cartoons. Like, you might see here and there, like, I've, I've done a cartoon, which has kind of done the rounds. I'd say the one that's that's done... The biggest round is is my cartoon that I did on, on a Hardy Dar. So they're two birds speaking to each other. How did the actual cartoon go? Uh, so my wife's wearing headphones. <laughs> my Hardy Dar cartoon. Oh, uh, it's yeah. It says, did you know that when Birds chirp to each other in the morning. It's to tell each other that they survived the cold, long night. And then there are two pictures of birds going, cheep, cheep, I survived. Yeah, me too. And then a picture of a hardy dog. And he's just going, I'm alive, motherfuckers. 
that's, that's probably... pretty that's pretty much what Hardy does do. Yeah, so that's I hate them. That that's as far as my kind of uh cartooning career has gone. I've I've tried my hand at a few cartoons. Um <clears throat> And how to go. <laughs> no, not not terribly successful. I remember when I was in standard three, uh or grade five, whatever it is now. I remember my uh my teacher said that I had the drawing the drawing ability of a standard six, which would be a grade eight. Well, nothing's changed. <laughs> your your drawings are they're very distinct. I I enjoy them. They 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 almost have like a Picasso quality to them. <laughs> I don't know. Is that a compliment or an insult? <laughs> I don't know. It's open to interpretation. <laughs> That's the beauty of art. Yes. <laughs> well, listen, at least at least I was able to make a career out of it. I'm convinced. <laughs> I'm, I'm convinced that one one morning I'm gonna wake up and everybody's gonna have said to me. What were we doing? What were we thinking? Supporting this guy? <laughs> he's ter- <laughs> he's terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's bound to happen. I I mean I failed art school, so <laughs> there's a sign already. <laughs> what did, did you study art at UCT? Yeah, and you failed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you carried on anyway. You persisted. <laughs> I'm actually I'm actually glad that I failed because I I have a suspicion that anybody who studies art um, is going to end up hating art. <laughs> no, my my brother also studied art, and one year was enough for him. He was like stuff this. He'd like draw these incredible kind of cartoons, but done in like a really artistic way. But I think the lecturer just didn't want anything to do with it. Um. <clears throat> Tell me something. So, in the last conversation, we, we we covered so much ground. It's like I'm trying to find new stuff to talk about. But you were you 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 were saying in the last conversation that um, the lockdown actually has been quite great for you um, in terms yeah. of in terms of your music. I must admit, you've made some amazing stuff. Honestly, it's it's inspirational. No thanks. Uh, yeah, and I think last time we, we were kind of just talking about. Mm you know, the absurdity of, of existence. And, and that's the kind of thing that I thrive off. You know, if, if there's an absurd scenario or like this whole year is pretty much just mm. absurdity. It is. Um, eh? If you, if you kind of had to break down this whole year and really think about it, like it's, it's the stuff from, <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's crazy. comedy, drama, movie. <laughs> my mom said to me a few a few weeks ago she said i've uh i lived through the la- the moon landing and the vietnam war and a whole bunch of other crazy things but nothing has been as strange as this <laughs> it's bizarre but i mean i think a lot of people don't know how to cope with Ooh. with um absurdity like i think it's 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 almost human nature to want to be in control of things mm. but but it almost seems that the more out of control things are and the more crazy things are, the, the more I kind of have the desire to laugh at it or at least, you know, make something that highlights the absurdity. And, and that's often through music. Um, and, and I think music is, 
is such a wonderful tool because everyone loves music, obviously. Yeah. And if you can sing about difficult things, um, it just makes it that much more easy to kind of digest. And mm. uh, yeah, I think that's that's kind of why people have, have, have enjoyed the parodies. It's It's... Yeah, singing about stuff that people are actually really struggling with, mm. um, justifiably so. Um, but yeah, for me, it's it's kind of just uh, material to kind of work with and, yeah. and and try and make light of. No matter like how serious or difficult something is, there's always an angle you can look at it. There with, is. Which just shows how actually funny it can be. Laughter is the best medicine, isn't it? And people are very sick. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, a lot of people are desperate, and mm. if if I can make one person laugh, then then it's worth it. You know, no matter how much hate or whatever gets thrown my way, if I can make one person's day better, then I think what I'm doing is worthwhile. But apart from that, I think. The, the most important thing is to actually just enjoy the creative process. Um, for me, that's like the real prize. Mm. Just coming up with an idea and and going with it and, you know, learning the song, learning the harmonies, you know, writing the words. Like when I'm in that kind of creative process, I'm in my element. Nothing else matters, you know, all. You can't say nothing else matters. We're going to get a copyright strike. <laughs> <laughs> nothing else isn't there a song that goes nothing else matters i think yeah no. by, by metallica yeah and nothing else matters that would actually be a good song no but you me. yeah but you gotta go yeah yeah <laughs> <You> gotta... <laughs> yeah yeah i'm gonna have to um drink the stonies before i before i attempt that gravelly voice <laughs> um yeah something that we didn't talk about in the last conversation yes you've um You've taken a bit of stick on social media for doing conversations with myself uh, as well as uh, Morning Shot and uh, somebody else. Who was it? Ronaldo. Now? Ronaldo. Um, what's what's going on there? Um, sure. Interesting question. I think South Africans have lost the ability to debate. Mm. Or to at least speak to people outside of their comfort zone. I mean, I'm not going to lie, like speaking to you was a, a step outside of my comfort zone because, mm. um, yeah, you, you're definitely not the, the kind of person I would normally find myself speaking to in everyday life. I mean, I don't speak to a lot of people. It's mainly just my <laughs> wife and my, my mom. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's crazy. So, so. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm I'm this far right Nazi, clearly. <laughs> clearly, um, yeah. So, so I think I think it comes as a shock when when people who have this uh, perception of who I am see me speaking to someone who's supposedly oh, a far right yes, Nazi. Yes, exactly. Think, oh, Dave is a far-right Nazi now, and they, they haven't even listened to the conversation. And I think... I think That's a problem, that's isn't it? That's the other it? thing. People, people 
don't have time to to listen to mm. you know a full podcast or, or a full conversation they 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 sort of condition to see a headline which which tells them the story so for that for, for them you know seeing just a picture of you speaking to me is enough for them to yeah. say well, well dave's now uh, this, this. <laughs> but that's so strange because if I had a conversation with Judas Malema, which I would happily do, am I going to be called a what a communist or a eth- or, or or an ethno nationalist? You know, it's it's weird that people make judgments based on uh, an association. Totally, and um, yeah, that that's something <laughs> that I'm trying to to kind of do is just speak to people that you know might have interesting views and and help me grow as a person yeah. and and help me see things from different perspectives and and I'm always open to mm. having conversations if um <clears throat> if if both people are just willing to respect each other's dignity I mean I, I spoke to uh Mswandile Masina and even though you know, he called me a, a racist without grounds and, you know, put my face up on Twitter and essentially started a witch hunt on me and, you know, got threats from guys like Tony Yangani. The fact that Messina agreed to have a conversation with me, actually, mm. I, I respected him for that yeah. because it's, it's, it's not very common where... You know, someone will threaten you online and then they'd actually be willing to speak to you afterwards. Most mm. of the time people they'll 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 put in their punches and then they as soon as you actually want to speak to them, they're like, No, no, no. Like I've I've had my my time with you, you know. But don't you haven't you found, David, that when you actually engage in a conversation with, with somebody almost always you find that they're not nearly as bad as you might have thought they're actually generally most people are decent totally i think i think social media mm. and the real world are almost two completely different worlds i've i've met my detractors in person mm. um or my online detractors at least and when i meet them in person it's it's 99 times out of a hundred a totally different story mm. um often people are actually quite embarrassed that they were so mean to me on on social media um but that's just how it is it's social media i don't know what it does to us but it, it feels like you know when you're behind a steering wheel and you get road rage it, it almost feels like the same thing because you've got this mm. kind of barrier which which you know somehow inflates your ego where you can just hurl insults without really thinking about it but it, but but when that barrier is gone you know people are actually m- most of the time quite decent but that's exactly my point and i mean that's the beauty of i, I guess a podcast like this uh or just actually meeting with people uh, rather than sitting behind a, a text, uh, a text message. Yeah, and um, yeah, it's, it's just sad that 
you know, YouTube would, would take down a video where we were just having a, a civil conversation and, you know, talked about interesting yeah. things. It's, it's almost like there's this weird But I mean, come on. Agenda. David, of all the conversations that I've had... <laughs> Of and all, all the, the con- people you've had on your show, all the crazy <laughs> guests. I mean, had. I've had, I've had David Ike, and I've had the Church of Satan, <laughs> like from the US. <laughs> and that that didn't get taken down. No. Yes, yeah, he <laughs> That really makes me feel really good about myself. <laughs> in, in fact, I've had the Church of Satan from the US. And I also had the um, the South African Satanic Church, so I've had two <laughs> evil um, uh, conversations. So, is the guy from the South African Satanic Church? Is he the guy with long hair? That no, bald? no, he's uh, he's bald and he's got a tattoo that goes across his head like that. Yeah, who would have thought? Uh, well, the reason why I had I had him on was because they opened their doors in Cape Town, full of you know officially. Um, and I thought it was an interesting conversation and I wanted to find out, you know, what they're about. But then a number of people on social media said, oh, Germ's too scared to do the real thing. You know, the guys from the US, the the original hipsters, you know. So I said, oh, well, challenge accepted. So I got hold of them and they said, yeah, we'll, we'll come on. <laughs> and I was expecting I was expecting goat's heads and pentagrams and blood and eating drinking bats or drinking the blood of bats or whatever nothing like that it was such a it was such an anticlimax <laughs> yeah no I, I also saw an interview with with i think one of the founding members of the, the church of satan here in cape town and the guy seemed yeah surprisingly mellow and yeah, yeah anticlimactic as you say they're, i was like oh they're basically atheists who like to dress in drag Pretty much. That's mm. that's a good description. <laughs> that, that, that's about <laughs> as far as it goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, if anyone from the Church of Satan's listening to this, please don't be offended by our, our gross generalization of who you are. Yes. I'm sure there's more to you than, you know, just dressing in drag. Drag. Yeah. <laughs> and and also and, and also, God bless you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is that a? I don't know if if you say God bless you to a Satanist, is that an insult or is that a compliment? I'm not sure. Yeah, what do you say when they sneeze? <laughs> I don't know. That's actually I should have asked him that. Gesundheit. Yeah. No. Oh, and we also. I remember now what we talked about. Right. This is actually why. I, this is why I originally agreed to the to the interview. Actually, yes, to promote sec. How did you know? Right. Let's let's promote it again. <laughs> so, so here's my fragrance, everybody. It's called sec with a copy on the e. To make it more French, <laughs> when you open it, I'm not going to spray into the camera like I did, like an idiot last time. It goes, sec, sec. And, it's, and, it's, it. and it smells like a, a Constantia woman, right? Yes, the woman's one. So the, <laughs> yeah, the woman's smells like a Constantia housewife. And 
Also, I must say the only reason I'm doing this again was because <laughs> when we did it on your show we last had two, time, we had two sales. I think five in the end. Oh, wonderful! Well, let's uh, listen. This is pre-recorded, but I already hope that when this goes onto YouTube, you're going to get more sales. Thank you. Just uh, listen. Yeah. By the way, I, I know that I'm I'm seeing you on Saturday. I want to yes. get one. I want to get one from you, and I'll promote it on my show as well. Fantastic! You've got a bottle waiting for you right here. <laughs> um, so yeah, this is the the female one, and as you said, smells like a rich Constantia housewife, and this one smells like Blue Radox, but slightly <laughs> Blue Radox. Slightly Slightly sexier. <laughs> Not the, a good sales pitch, but it worked last time, so I'm sticking with it. <laughs> I'll, I'll put that under the video, the the, <laughs> the the link to your website. But listen quickly. Um, well, I say quickly, but we've still got lots of time. Yeah. Um, it's not in stores, is it? Not yet. Uh, I actually met with my supplier today, and he was just telling me, you know, it's. It's, there's a lot of politics when it when it gets to getting your fragrance in the stores. You, unless you're like massive, it's almost impossible. Mm. Or unless clicks comes to you and says, "Please, we want sec." You can't say clicks on our shelves. Huh? You can't say clicks. Maybe that's why the video got taken down. Mm. And talked about clicks. It's um yeah. Sorry, you're going to have to beep that out. <laughs> um, yeah, so at the moment it's just online, but a lot of people buying it for, for gifts and that, and that kind of thing. But shelves one day, who knows? What else is coming, merch-wise? Merch well, funny you ask. Sham I'm shampoo. My, I'm wearing uh, my Kif Records merchandise. So I've just started a record label, Kiff Records. That's the logo. Um, so yeah, selling that with Laugh It Off t-shirts. Oh, uh, Justin Nurse's ex-company. Yeah, well, it's still going. And I've been working with Justin directly. Yeah, I said ex-company. Is he still with Laugh It Off? Yeah, still going. Oh, okay. I said ex. Okay, I got it wrong. I thought he left Laugh It Off. Yeah, so he's... I think he's doing like a number of things, but yeah, still, still doing Laugh It Off. Actually, one of my first jobs ever was selling Laugh It Off t-shirts at mm. Gramstown Festival. Gosh, that was years ago. Yeah, so it's kind of gone full circle. Um, I must actually get yeah. hold of Justin. He's out in he's out in the Bundu somewhere with the guest house, isn't he? Yeah, in Bainscliff. Mm. Yeah, so definitely gonna take him up. And and go visit him in Bainscliff yeah, yeah, one definitely. of these days if I if I need a place to go hide out. Oh flip. Just gave my location away. Oh yeah. I I actually worked with him um at the time that he won the constitutional judgment. Um I was the first person he phoned uh when he won that court case. On the on, it was two thousand and five, I'll never or two thousand and four. I can't remember now, but I'll I'll never forget when he phoned me. I just forget which year it was. That was the, the, the black guilt, uh, black, black labor, uh, white black labor, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's a crazy thing, man. I, I take my hat off to him. I, I don't know if I could have gone through it, something like that. Just, yes. uh, so you spent a lot of money on that. Yeah, it's a, it's a big emotional and financial investment, but props to him. Mm. Well, I mean, he, he won a very, very important victory. Yeah. 
I mean, if it wasn't for that, yeah, we would be who struggling. Knows, who knows where satirists in South Africa would be right now? I yeah. don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know for sure. Um, so there was something else I was going to ask you, but I've actually now forgotten because uh, you threw me off there with your fragrance. <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm just getting another beer. Listen, I've got a question for you. Do you wear your own fragrance? I do. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not as, um, you know, egotistical as wearing your own merchandise because <laughs> it's not, like, in your face. Um, but I, I really do like the smell. It's, uh, it's a quality parfum. It's A grade uh -huh. French oil. Yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe not. Forget. We got the French, French accent. Yes. I'm not, I'm not even going to try and do a French accent because every time I try and do an accent, I turn into Borat somehow. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice. It's nice perfume. <laughs> Worse than accent. So, Sasha Baron Cohen is probably one of my favorite satirists of all time. No, because he, he becomes the person. He mm. commits like yeah. fully to the character. And yeah, I'm, I'm definitely not there yet. Yeah, how does he do it? Eh? He, he stays in character no matter what. No, it's, that's, that's the mark of a true artist when mm. you actually become the character. this person. I mean, yeah. I, I was I never a fan of Borat. That. Um, I much preferred Bruno and especially Ali G. I thought <laughs> Ali G was hilarious. I don't know if he if he would um, be Ali G in today's kind of you know PC culture. I don't know. No, everybody I, I would also remember watching him. his videos where he was like Ali G's he's mm. he's gone. No, I could but, be wrong that. Don't quote me on that. No, but he would be recognized as well. Yeah. No, fair enough. Um, but yeah, crazy guy. But very intelligent. I mean, uh, he, he hardly ever speaks, you know, out of character as mm. himself. Um, yeah, he doesn't do interviews. I, th I think I've seen him do one interview, but it was just so, like, poignant and amazing. Such a mm. crazy, intelligent guy. He is. He is. I'm, I'm not wild about some of his politics, but my goodness me, he's funny. Yeah. Um, but was it, I was going to say something, but I forgot. Yeah, this, that's exactly what happened to me five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, also, <clears throat> another question for you. Yes. Um. In the in our last conversation, I asked you about some of your, your musical influences, and you mentioned uh, Goldfish and Daft Punk. Um, and I, I remember I, I wanted to ask you: Did you ever listen to Chemical Brothers and the Prodigy and le electronic acts like that? I did. I was very young, so so basically everything I listened to came through my brother. My brother was the one doing the the hard graft and, you know, going into the stores and getting these records. And then I would just listen to them. Um, and I remember listening to chemical brothers and prodigy as a young boy and being very scared <laughs> <laughs> of their music. I was very soft and innocent as a child. And this music was just too like visceral mm. for my liking. Um, but I've, I've definitely grown 
to enjoy it as a as an uh, adult. But yeah, as a kid, like even even music like the Backstreet Boys was like too much for me. It was too like hectic. And I think it's because I grew up listening to classical music. Like for me, that was where it was at. And it took me a long time to kind of get into pop and and like Daft Punk and all this like electronic stuff. Um, mm. But yeah, uh, Prodigy is, yeah, like I definitely am only starting to appreciate the Prodigy for, for what it was now. And uh, Chemical Brothers are still going. They, they're doing this kind of discotheque type music now, which is quite interesting. A lot of <clears throat> a lot of mixed reviews on that, but um, I dig it. I, I enjoy disco. Mm. I I saw the Prodigy live. Oh yeah, With Ramfest. No, it was here in Cape Town. I don't remember what it what it was or what it was called, but uh, it was pretty it was pretty crazy and hardcore. They are very hardcore. Yeah. And you enjoy it. Oh, yeah, I loved it. It was, it was mad. Off the hook. Yeah, I mean, maybe one day I'll, I'll, I'll be able to make music like that. I don't know. But for the moment, I'm, I'm well, sticking all you, to, to parodies. And, uh... all, you really need is, all you really need is a subwoofer for Prodigy. You don't need anything else. <laughs> Just subs, eh? That's, That's it. all you need. You don't need there's no high-end sounds. <laughs> <laughs> you just need you just need a lot of bass. <laughs> That's it. If if you get the bass right in in electronic music, that's eighty percent mm -hmm. of the music, or at least in a live setting. And you need like, a hook. Yeah, but if you've got a if you've got a good kick and a good bass line, it doesn't matter. Like that's that's kind of just what I've learned through doing live electronic music. If you've got mm -hmm. a a stage that's got good bass that's 80 percent of your show sorted how do you do live electronic music do you just push buttons on the keyboard so when i started out it was way too complicated i had a, a thing called a launch pad which is basically like 64 pads that can launch like different uh, loops hmm. so i'd have like one to launch a specific kick loop one to launch a specific percussion loop and I was like mixing all these loops and like going crazy. Um, but from a sort of audience perspective, people just thought I was, you know, I might as well have been checking my emails. But I was actually doing like crazy stuff. And there'd be like maybe one person who like understood what I was doing. You'd be like, yo. But it was just like way too complicated. So. So got over that very quickly. It, it happens a lot to a lot of like live electronic artists. They think they need to do a lot to put on a good live mm. electronic performance. But I've learned to just have pretty much everything on the rails so that you have enough like time to fist pump and play your trumpet and interact with the crowd and, and that kind of thing. So yeah, our setup's very basic, but there's a lot of like performing Mm. Where people can actually see, okay, he's hitting a drum. Like, you can understand that, and it's it's, <laughs> it's much better for an audience <laughs> member to to see, you know, actual yeah. 
physical contact with like physical things, then you know, a guy doing this. But I mean, you're into you're into absurdity and absurd humor. <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't a great <laughs> a great set be checking your email to music? <laughs> 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 well, uh, funny you say that because yeah, I tried that once and it didn't go down very well. But I have, I do have a cowbell now that I that I, I whack. So I've got my cowbell and I I give that a good whack every now and then. That's, because obviously you got to have more cowbell. Exactly, and that's my little uh, absurdity hit in my in my shows. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from the the crazy songs we we sing about, when are you performing again? I asked you this last time, but let's ask you again. Sure. Well, with the with the announcement of level one, the mm. the bookings at the mm. email address is is alive again. Mm. Starting to get some inquiries, but um, yeah, nothing set in stone. We're probably going to do a cafe rue soon. Which one? Uh, the one in Newark. The Newark one, yeah. The one in Towns, unfortunately, uh, changed to Jagger Lounge. Well, when I say unfortunately, it's Jagger Lounge is an awesome venue as well. It's just changed owners, but I think it was just confusing for people as well. Mm. They'd come, we'd have like a a cafe rear gig in town, but then people would go to Newark and they'd be like, "Where's the band?" But they. Mm. They didn't know which cafe rue they're going to, so it, yeah, didn't work so well. Um, but yeah, cafe rue. What else? There's yeah, a lot of a lot of uh, gigs that just need to be signed off. Um, but yeah, excited to get back into it. You say we? Who's who is the Kifness? You and your brother? My brother's a founding member, so he did like a lot of the animation, and he he's a drummer as well, so. He'd play like live electronic drums, but I think when things started picking up, my brother didn't dig the traveling so much. He's he's quite a chilled guy. He likes being in plet, you know, mm. living a nice slow life. So he bought out, and then got a friend from mine, uh, a friend of mine from school who joined on bass. Uh, he was part of the band for a while, um, so it's, it's gone through a few members, but at the moment. We've got Matthew Gold, who's a vocalist, and he he sings on quite a few of the the kind of Kiffness radio singles. Amazing vocalist. Um, and then Raven, who plays uh, Saxon keys. So, yeah, been jamming with those guys for the last few years, and it's been going really well. Do you um do you do any of your parodies live? Well, yeah, we we had a gig. Uh, recently and people were I kind of just put the word out saying any requests and people are just requesting the parodies which, which ones parody. which is your most popular um I think Quarren Queen's quite a hit people like Quarren Queen uh I'm I'm blue and I'm in need of a guy people like that <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah it's, it's difficult because you don't want to you don't want to play like songs that kind of mm. don't have that much energy you want to play yeah. like like dance tunes a lot of my parodies are like the sound of sirens and you, you don't want to like go from this high energy to yeah well there's lockdown ever ends <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make sense i enjoyed um, your one with uh, with your dad oh yeah so that's 
think if my dad's ever in the vicinity, I'm I'm definitely going to mm. get him to to come join me on stage. My my dad, Cat Stevens. Yeah, a lot of people have. Yeah, so so that video did way better than all the other parodies, and I couldn't figure out why. And then I I started seeing people were sharing it, thinking that my dad was Cat Stevens. They're like, check what Cat Stevens did with his son. And like, people are just sharing it. And then people don't, were you like, sometimes, don't you sometimes think that people are so dumb? <laughs> I mean, I, I also thought it was dumb, but then someone did like a, a sort of side-by-side picture of me and my dad, and then Cat Stevens when he was young, and then Cat Stevens yeah. now. And Cat Stevens Young actually looks a bit like me, and Cat Stevens now <laughs> looks like my dad. <laughs> so I can actually see, yeah, like well, how people might have made the mistake, but it is funny. All right, well, listen. People, yeah, so, some some people are like, but hang on, isn't he? Isn't his name Yusuf now? Isn't he Muslim? And like, he's drinking a beer in this parody. What's going on here? <laughs> David, you're David Islam. That's me. <laughs> Love it. But he's actually he's he's just released a music video for for Father and Son. It's like a stop frame mm. animation, sure. and it's like a new version of him singing it now. Yeah. And it's actually quite spooky how the son in the video looks like me, and it it mm. kind of tells the story of my life and my relationship with my dad. Sure. So, I really enjoyed watching the video. If you sure, seen yeah, that's very special. Yeah. Well, that's a good note for us to come in for a landing. I, th- I think we a few minutes a few minutes early, but we, we've we've done a pretty good job of making up for lost time. And I think maybe a good idea to stop it now before we say something <laughs> super controversial. <laughs> well, we can we can end up talking about the weather. <laughs> told you not to talk about the weather bro i'm telling you it's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna get taken down it's so it's it still blows my mind i still can't get over the fact that i've been cancelled by youtube because of a conversation with you out of all the people i've said i must apologize <laughs> actually i'm not gonna apologize because i said germ i'm telling you don't get me on the show i know you've spoken to the church of satan i know you've spoken to dave Eck, but do not speak to me. I'm you know, full of lies. I'm full of fake news. Canceling is not going to end well. Canceling a conversation with you is like is like getting rid of a waterfall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Good old YouTube. Oh man, listen, David. It's been great fun. I've appreciated the chat. This will <clears throat> this will go live uh, tomorrow morning, and uh, I'm just going to leave the conversation as is, <laughs> raw unedited i might add a few bleeps in the beginning <laughs> yeah no um, do, do me a favor just it once twice three times a lady Make sure, you know like get your granny to listen to it get uh get like uh someone who who gets offended by everything to watch it yes just, just make sure please i don't I, your, your live streaming's been taken away i don't want you to Lose the upload. The yeah, upload. I don't feature. want you to be deplatformed. <laughs> I feel really bad. All right. I hope everybody buys your fragrance. That's that's uh, the important thing. Let's let's have a look at it one more time. Check. Oh yeah, boy. <laughs> Check.
Zack, YouTube. David, I'll chat you soon. Cheers, Cheers buddy. Bro. Take it easy.